Hi, I'm Jordan Gill, and my business love language is efficiency. Because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? If your business depends on you, you don't own one. You have a job. We're here to fix that. Now, with over 150 episodes, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to season number seven of System Saved Me. And I'm really excited about this season because I'm getting to share with you some of the dopest people in the operation space. This is not an exaggeration. And I'm not only getting to share what they have contributed to the System Save Me shop, which if you haven't checked out, come and see us, just systemsaveme.com. You'll be able to check us out. But you'll also get to hear about them and their mission and how they got started in operations. And they all have such unique stories. I'm so, so stoked for you guys to, to check them out. So each week, you'll be meeting a new member of my op squad and the amazingness that they have. Both there will be tips and tricks, but also what workflows you should check out in the actual shop that they have created. So without further ado, let's see who my next guest is. Hey y'all, I'm so excited for you to meet this awesome, awesome lady who is over the pond, as we say, I think, over the pond, over the lake, whatever, over the Atlantic Ocean. And she's one of our amazing international op squatters. So I'm really excited for you to meet her. Ellie, how are you doing today? Doing really, really well. Um, awesome. <laughs> Always good. So tell us real quick a little bit about you and your business in general. Sure. So my name is obviously Ellie. Um, I run Calibrated Concepts and I'm a virtual assistant and operations consultant. I work specifically mostly with solopreneur women whose business are services-based and Pretty much it. Awesome. And so since that's what you currently do, that's what you're doing right now. How did you kind of get into this op space? Have you always worked in operations or project management or were you just like the kid who was like arranging the pantry when they were younger? Like, tell us about how this all transpired. Funny you should say that. Actually, I was talking with my dad earlier and he's like, so that business you run, remember when you were a kid and your brother was playing with all the toy cars and running them all over the house and you were lining them up by color and shape. <laughs> so I definitely have always been that person. Um, That's amazing. I also have a very distinct memory of probably me at about 10 years old, alphabetizing every book, DVD, VHS in the entire house and making my siblings check them out. Like, I know the librarian. <laughs> that is incredible. Everybody in the family to like check out each book and movie. That is. <laughs> I love that story. So yeah, always been really, really organized, really operations systems based. Yeah, I have had several admin roles throughout my life in various fields: healthcare, property management, law. Yeah, and always working with really small groups and really enjoyed that. Um, but I ended up in kind of doing that digitally, virtually by marrying my husband and people <laughs> in the world <laughs> and essentially at that stage realized very quickly after moving here that I needed a position that would allow me to be flexible as far as being remote working in which, wherever place I wanted working different times as things come up so and um, that's how I started my business 
Nice. That's awesome. And you've done quite a few workflows in the shop, but we're just going to focus on your later workflow. So for people who may not know what later even is, can you just give us a brief, like, this is what later does sort of thing for people who may not have heard of it before? Sure. So later is a social media scheduling tool. Um, it really does focus on Instagram, even though you can schedule with most different social media platforms. And so, yeah, it's, it's unique because it, it's really clean. I think. Yes, it is really clean. I've used it before for sure. And so in your workflow, obviously you go into all the nuts and bolts of how you can make it really simple to schedule your social media, specifically your Instagram. Are there certain features that you feel like later does really well, or does it have where you can see your feed and like the photos or how do you schedule it is in like a calendar form or a long to-do list kind of give us like a snapshot of what you think later does really well when it comes to scheduling your Instagram posts. Sure. It's really good because it is Instagram focused. You can post for your son. This is all by the way, with the paid plan. Yes. Like you can post for your Instagram stories. You can post multi photo uh, posts it gives you the opportunity. You do look at a calendar when you schedule it. You can see that weekly or monthly or anything like that. The other features that are really cool is that it gives you the ability to collaborate really well. So people can send pictures to a specific email account uh, that it creates for you. And then you can see your contributors and you can approve posts, schedule them, etc. You can do search and repost, which allows you to search certain hashtags and then save mm-hmm. that to your so if you have your own hashtag, you can find yours. And then it also carry your entire like schedule, like things that you scheduled out but haven't published yet to somebody maybe that you might need to have approval from or anything that way. That's nice. Yeah, so they do a lot. And then they have, I know there's a couple of other tools out there, but they have a tool called Lincoln Bio, which allows you to have like mm-hmm. a visual presentation where each yeah. You can link to, so it'll look like your Instagram feed, but people can then go click that picture and it becomes the link to whatever URL you needed to go to. Oh, that is nice. I have seen that before. I didn't know that was a later thing. Oh, is that connected to it or is that an extra payment thing or is that included? Included in the paid plan. So it's not included in the free plan, but it is included in the paid plan. Nice. I love that because that's like the semi most annoying thing about Instagram is, well, number one is the swipe up in Instagram stories. Number two is the, until you get to 10 K and then the fact that you can like mention a link and then you have to like go back and create a link tree or something else. But I love that. Like, it's like, okay, this is the picture that I saw. And like, this is the same picture in this link and I can just click it and it takes me to where I need to go. So that's super cool. And I like that a lot. I wonder if, that feature can happen if you already have images that you've, so say I'm not using Larry right now and I have images that I've mentioned a link in. When I move over to Lincoln bio, do you know, and it's okay if not, but do you know if it then picks up those links still, even if you didn't start out using Lincoln bio? So all, it's kind of an interesting system because you have to go back in and it will, you have like your own little page of Lincoln bio and it'll show you your Instagram feed and it will show you which ones you've already put links to. And then essentially you just go click and copy and paste the link that would go into that. Nice. If you were to start, start using it. Yeah. Is that the link in bio can integrate with Shopify and make shoppable links in a way too. Ooh. Oh, that is really nice. I need them to connect with WooCommerce. I had such like a fight between Shopify and WooCommerce, but that's another cool story. So 
with later, like how far out are you scheduled in your planning? Are you or your clients generally? And do you say like, is there such a thing as like too far ahead when it comes to scheduling Instagram and stuff like that? So for me in my business, I schedule my later posts about a month in advance. I'm always about a month in advance. I think that that leaves it or keeps it fairly authentic to what's actually happening in my life and my business and all of that. And so I probably will go in every two weeks, kind of update things, move things around if need be. As far as my clients go, I have clients that range between, I schedule five weeks of posts in one day, and then I go through and either manually or or keep them to auto-publish depending on what we've agreed and what I, you know, the contract says and everything. And then I have another client that I schedule three solid months of content for them each time. My Yeah. They have a system where, you know, every Monday it's an article, every Wednesday it's a feature, every Friday it's a GIF, et cetera. So it just kind of, yeah. at the end of each month I go in and help them like sort those things. And then they have a copywriter that goes in and does a lot of the copywriting. Mm-hmm. And then I go through and schedule. It after awesome. that. Yes. That is like the dream of dreams is just like, <laughs> oh, it's so far out. I and mean, I think also that helps with like you want the consistency, but then it also allows you, like, if you are inspired to post randomly, like, it's not a big deal. And I feel like, uh, generally speaking, for most posts, it's, like, not generic, but it's not um, launch or time-specific, per se. So, because I think there is, like, a beautiful mix when you get to see, like, a tip or a trick, but then also, like, oh, what are you doing right now? And, like, you posting it and having that balance. Because I think a lot of people are, like, oh, if it's so scheduled, then I can't post my own stuff and it's like I don't know how you feel about that but I'm like no like I don't think you have to like then bump the post and move it and stuff how do you feel about that I think that you're absolutely right I think that you can leave gaps in there that you don't have to necessarily schedule that exact day but then you know maybe you haven't scheduled anything for one day or two days and that you know you schedule something for a Wednesday and something for a Saturday if you have inspired schedules or to post something in that frame you want to I personally am a weirdo and I schedule everything, even the like, Hey, get to know me. Here's my face. Here's my coffee. But I schedule those two. Yep, yeah. I like just to have it all done. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. Like it's, and especially with social media, I think that also allows for you to have the time then to like comment and like do all of the engagement stuff. Because I think if you're spending all of that time trying to post every day, then you're missing out on like, the time you could be spending just on like the engagement in my personal opinion, which is what helps grow your Instagram and also like connects you with your followers and all of that. So that's a big thing for me also with, and this is a technical question a little bit too with later, are you able to put your hashtags in the comment? Cause I know some, you can do that or um, is it just under in the same like description towards that? But right now you can just put it, you know, down there. They also give you like, on the side where you can put it. So when you go to schedule a post, mm-hmm. there's a thing on the side and it says like templated text and it can be things that maybe you talk about a lot or your hashtags. Mm-hmm. So you can have like Monday hashtags, Tuesday hashtags and you can just auto put those in. And you just click a button and they all pop fill in and it's beautiful. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> <You're telling me. laughs> just in case you're wondering. <laughs> but yeah, I think that is because especially with social media, it can feel really redundant and whatever else. So the fact that you can just like have a templated 
Monday hashtag, Tuesday hashtag, or even like certain questions that you ask on a regular basis of just like, what are you struggling with recently or stuff like that, that you'll want to have happen. It's like, I don't want to have to type that again. I don't want to have to like come up with something witty. Like I'm not a witty person. So I think that is really helpful. And that was smart of them to think of that feature because I mean, I haven't been in a lot of social media tools lately, but I feel like it can get really redundant really quickly. I'm um, just like tedious, I guess, more of just like having to retype the same thing every single time or like have a note in your phone that like you copy and then you paste later. Over, over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. None of that is happening with later, which is super freaking awesome. Do you find that later works specifically? And I'm guessing no, but do you think it works specifically for different industries or service-based versus product-based. You mentioned the Shopify thing. Is there anything that you've seen that kind of like helps it lean toward a certain business or is it pretty like standard across the board? It's pretty standard across the board. Yeah, it works with, because, so it works with Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. It doesn't work with LinkedIn. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so it does really work really well for, you know, if you're wanting to schedule out pins and things and, I know there are just tools that are specifically geared towards almost all of these other ones yeah. as well. So I think my kind of take on social media is you pick a scheduler that works for how you work on social media, but I love Instagram, mm-hmm. so I use an Instagram-based schedule. Oh, totally. Are you able to like DM or like comment back on photos inside of Later? How does that work? So inside Later, you have a section called Engage, mm-hmm. and essentially... Or, and they have a section under that called later conversations and mm. but you can go in and there's a few different ways you can view it, but you can view it as an inbox or a calendar or whatever. And you can go in and comment on people's comments that you they've left and see who's read what, et cetera. So you can have your the ones that have been read, the ones that haven't been read, what you still need to respond to, et cetera. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause that's semi a little bit of what, is annoying about Instagram is like, I don't have any notifications of social media on my phone, Facebook, Instagram, anything. So I have to like physically go because I'm like focus, focus person. I don't like distractions. So I have to go into the app and see all the things and like know what I respond to. And sometimes like if somebody's asked me really detailed questions, I have to like remember to come back to like my Instagram DMs, but I already read it. And then it's like the market unread or like whatever. So I like that it can become like a desktop type inbox versus Instagram's like whatever, like mobile. Obviously they're kind of, when you get it in your Instagram on your phone and you go check it, they're all like staggered. Right. And you can't like go you might miss one. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, that's super awesome. That's an awesome, awesome feature. Again, I haven't been in later for a while. So I was really excited to see or hear all the different updates and all of that because it's definitely changed since I've used it. I did it when I was later Graham. So like oh. that's how long it's been. <laughs> so when I started using it too. Nice. Yeah, which has been I don't know, two, three years, probably. I don't know. It's been a bit. So, well, awesome. And again, you guys, like all of this magic is in the workflow. So if you are interested in like really like honing in and getting later, which is sounding like I am going to also be joining you in this, then go and check out the workflow. And again, you can search later or again in the show notes, um, you'll see an actual link um, that you can go and check out Ellie's later as well as her other workflows. It's obviously sounding super amazing for all of us who are just like, we want to be social, but like not have to do all the work. (laughs) So (laughs) that's like the perfect mix for me. 
Right, exactly. Like mid social. So now I kind of want to talk to you about outside of your business a little bit, but also business and personal are intertwined. So that's, you know, how it works. But I want to talk to you about things that just like light you up outside of business that also play to you being just like a systems person or like wanting things to be organized and stuff like that. I would love to talk to you about specifically, we touched on tiny homes before the call. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into why tiny homes and all that stuff. And also if you follow Ellie on Instagram, she'll like show you all these things about like zero waste and like, I probably, first off, I shop on Amazon a lot. So that's just like probably hurting Ellie's soul with all the boxes I have in my garage right now. But I'm working toward these things, guys. We're we're a work in progress. So tell us why you're so passionate about sustainability. And then we'll kind of like go into tiny home stuff. So I think a lot of it started when I moved from, I moved from a teeny tiny town that to this day does not have a recycling program. I know. Wow. And then I moved to Portland, Oregon, which is fairly sustainable and people look at you quite like you get a really dirty look if you don't recycle (laughs) and and then I moved from there where you know the sustainability kind of came kind of naturally in some ways because it's just a lot of it is built in for you yeah to Northern Ireland where a lot of that was taken away from me quite suddenly Mm. Um, where grocery stores were just absolutely filled with plastic like things Mm -hmm. like produce that has its own containers is then like you can buy a single potato in a punnet wrapped in cling film. Like I don't understand. What? A watermelon will be wrapped. <laughs> Just like absurd amounts of packaging and Yeah. And so obviously in Portland over time I got better and better at like recycling and composting and all these things. But at that stage of my life I was also still like either in uni or just out of university. And so money was a bit tighter. And so what I could do to like vote with my money was fairly restricted. Yep. Moving here, I think I have far more flexible income between my job and my other job. (laughs) And, um, and I think that I've just learned a lot more about the, the zero waste movement, about sustainability, about, Supporting locals. So I do my best to live a plastic-free lifestyle. It's really, really hard. I would say that the hardest area of your life to do that with is in your kitchen, especially here. So as far as our bathroom goes, our most areas for house, they're pretty much plastic-free. Wow. Bar soap, bar shampoo, etc. Even my dog has bar shampoo. <laughs> then you get into your kitchen and it's really hard to buy oh, gosh. spinach and things like that that aren't packaged and by sustainably we're also working on things like reducing our reliance on meat and dairy even though we still eat both we try to do our best to buy things that are probably pricier but that we can only have to buy once so you know you buy a really nice pair of shoes or really nice pillows or something that aren't filled with plastic that's the other thing is all of our clothes they're all polyesters they're all polyamides they're so that's a whole thing in itself they can wash out and microplastics end up in the ocean and it's just like this whole Thing. <laughs> just <go and> goes. <laughs> so it, it really does build and I so I'm gonna backtrack a little bit because it gets a bit scary if you really dive into it but essentially I think that everyone can start somewhere yeah I think that there's little steps that we can all make and yep. the crazy scale that I'm on at this stage and working towards what I'm working towards and buying everything from local vendors and from the produce guy down the street and everything some of those are really easy steps to make and some of them 
you make once you've already got the other stuff in, you know, where you, it builds on itself. And, and the, when you start looking at it, you see plastic everywhere. Like oh, totally. Everywhere. And some of it is necessary and a lot of it is not. Oh, totally. Well, yeah. Um, one potato scenario is like insane to me. Like They are very big potatoes, but still. <laughs> right. You can just throw the potato in the cart. Like it doesn't even need anything. It's fine. You can wash it when you go home. That's super interesting. And yeah, I feel like you could go so deep with all that stuff. And I've been seeing more lately, like a lot of the straw movement and stuff. Like, I don't know if Starbucks is still getting rid of their straws, but like I have seen people bring their straws like everywhere with them, like a whatever metal straw or whatever it is, which is kind of cool. And there's actually a coffee shop I saw recently that like they give you your own cup and like they expect you to bring it back. Like if you want to buy coffee from them again, which I thought was like so fascinating. It was like, oh my gosh, this is even working, but it is. I don't remember where it was from. I'll have to find an article and send it to you. But I thought that was super cool because people are like, oh, it's so difficult and like all these things. And it is right. But I think like, if every person like looks at like one way that they can like create a business that like moves the movement forward, then it will become a lot more easier because think of like technology, right? Like computers weren't a thing. And now we have computers on our phones, like watches, like all of these things. And it's like, we just have to like start where we are, I think. Right. And then if you think about it, most of the ways that like, a hundred years ago, 50 years ago, even we were living in a much, much more sustainable way than we are now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The things that make a sustainable, like living were normal. You buy one thing, you buy it. Well, like for kind of a more expensive price, you buy it probably more locally because you couldn't ship it very often and plastics weren't prevalent yet. So there were a lot of things. things. So it's really just almost going back to the roots. Like we, did this all before we can do it again (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and I think that it is a lot of little steps like one of my favorite sustainability accounts is based here in Northern Ireland but she's Canadian and she's lived there in Northern Ireland and her account is called do your bit and it's all just more little steps and she sells sustainability items so so and then also has pop-up shops around Northern Ireland because we don't have any like zero waste shops yet. We have one coming soon and sells like bulk goods and things because it's really hard to get things like nuts or quinoa or rice or anything. Like we don't have bulk bins in grocery stores here. Mm, interesting. I know. Which, like I literally like moving here was mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, it is a process, but I think that everyone can start somewhere. Oh, totally. And then why tiny homes specifically? Yeah. So yeah. really excited. So we're going to be here in the UK for another probably three or four years until we get my citizenship. And we are looking at buying like a normal house here, but it would be probably a terrace house and a kind of a really rentable, fairly studenty area because it's going to be a bit of an investment piece. So totally. not the dream house. The dream house is the tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's because it really lumps together a lot of our values. And so it lumps together sustainability, living within your means, minimalism, and financial responsibility. And for us, as we intend to bounce back and forth between the UK and the United States for most of our lives, yeah. we don't know where we'll be retiring. So living within our means and living in a financially responsible way means we can put more towards retirement investments or retirement savings plans, et cetera. So we yeah. can build that in the future 
It also means we can live on a small plot of land somewhere and potentially grow our own food, have chickens. Want to do? It's gonna be so cute. I'm so excited. Oh, that is so fun. Pinterest board and watch way too many YouTube videos on this, but. that's awesome though and I think yeah I definitely have wanted to a neighbor of mine like I live very close to the city so like land is like not really a thing like my backyard is like a strip like it's like but my neighbor has the same little strip and she like has all these pots in there and like does her own tomatoes and zucchini and okra and I don't even know what else she's got over there and like herbs and all that stuff and like I would love to be able to have my own herbs and like have fresh tomatoes I I, am like creating like my own tomato sauces and stuff so like that sort of stuff is so cool to me because I think again like when you go to grocery stores yes things are like organic or like whatever but there's still so many chemicals that we're ingesting all the time that it's like okay like Again, what little bit can I do? So like, how can I, and I'm, I have zero green thumb. I basically kill everything. So I need to work on it. <laughs> but it's like, okay, like you can make that step. So then are you and your husband super handy? Are you guys like making your house? Like, are you actually building it? I'm building it back where I grew up with my dad. My husband's really handy. Okay. My dad can build pretty much anything. So it'll be team effort, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's super awesome. I am not handy. So don't invite me over to that. I'll bring you a candle for your housewarming party and some wine, but I will not be participating. <laughs> You're talking about how you make your own sauce though. Just thinking like, yeah. I remember when I was growing up, everybody's grannies and aunties and whatever made like the canned, they grew things. Exactly. Had canned peaches in the winter and pickles and whatever. And I don't know almost anybody who does that stuff anymore. I do not either. Like my mom makes her own yogurt, oddly enough, really well. <laughs> but I don't think she cans anything. She, she might have used to, but yeah, like you don't hear about that at all anymore, which is like unfortunate and kind of just how our society has evolved. But I think that there is a reversing process because again, like you said, literally used to live like this and clearly nobody died because here we all are like the next generation we are here so I think it just like it's everybody saying I will do my bit and like we'll all kind of like go along together I love all of this and I love talking about just like missions of people and like because again our personal and our business lives are so interconnected and sometimes like especially me connecting them is like really feels awkward or feels like I don't know. I feel awkward about it anyway. So I love that you were open to sharing about like your sustainability movement and no zero waste and or zero waste um, movement and all of that because like it is really important to share that stuff because people listening, there's probably somebody else who like is obsessed with it and there's another person who's interested and all of that. So I think I just want to say thanks for sharing because I know it can be weird sometimes, but yeah, I'm super excited that you were able to share all that. And where can people find you? Obviously people can find you in the shop, but also website, social media, all the places. Sure. So my website is calibratedconcepts.com and and my Instagram is also calibratedconcepts. And if you struggle with finding any of that, you can Google Ellie McBride and my website will redirect for elliemcbride.com redirects to calibratedconcepts. Oh, nice. 
Oh, smart. Yeah. And we'll have all the, all the links in the show notes too. So you can just like click from there, but thank you so much Ellie for sharing and chatting and like all this stuff. You have me like super geek to get my like social media live together. Cause it's not. <laughs> so thanks for sharing. <laughs> Reason at all. It's been great to be here and to chat about all the things that I just geek out about. <laughs> totally, totally. I love it. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Save Me. Don't forget to check out the workflow template shop at systemsaveme.com to help you work less and make more. See you next week.